Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. to yet another edition of the Justin Robert Young Podcast. My name is indeed Justin Robert Young. I got a story to tell. I got a story for you, friends. Uh, (laughs) So a little context. I love, and when I say love, I mean that even as I have adjusted to a slightly more healthy schedule of eating the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. It is the one vice for which I can say, I can never say no to. If I'm on the road and I'm hungry, I will look at my phone and I will see where the nearest Wendy's is. I have sometimes doubled back to go to a Wendy's that I passed because it would be closer than just moving forward on my journey to get to the next Wendy's. I like Wendy's so much that as I am thinking about my trip to Austin tomorrow, I know all of the Wendy's locations on the route from the airport to Brian's place. And it's funny that I should mention Brian because Brian and I, one of the many things that we have bonded over is our love for the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. I consider it to be the heavyweight champ of all fast food options. It is great for the following reasons. Number one, when correctly prepared, it is very plump and juicy. Number two, it does not do the dumb thing that most restaurants do with spicy chicken sandwiches, which is get a chicken patty and then dump some hot sauce on it. No, no, no. Most spicy chicken sandwiches, or even chicken sandwiches at places full stop, with a few notable exceptions that I'm going to get to in a second, are basically chicken cutlets. They're just kind of oversized, very thinly breaded chicken cutlets. Not the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. That has a very specific batter, and the spicing is in the batter itself when it is fried. No necessary hot sauce dumped on top of it. Now, obviously, there are a few other big players when it comes to fast food chicken sandwiches. The 800-pound gorilla is Chick-fil-A. Now, I don't want to get into what the CEO says and the religious affiliations of the Chick-fil-A corporation, except to say that it is very, very popular, and some people compromise their political morals to eat at that restaurant. And yet, a new challenger has stepped into the ring. Popeyes. Popeyes has a new chicken sandwich. And folks, 
People are going bananas for it. Twitter's going wild. It got a write-up in the New York Times of all places. Now, it photographs really well. Bun, very substantial patty, a lot of the same kind of contours as the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. It's got some mayo on it, which I will order without. Don't get me started. Moving on. And a big, thick pickle. So it certainly is going after the Chick-fil-A sandwich, which also comes with a few little dill uh, pickle chips at the bottom of the sandwich. Now, I've never seen an explosion for a fast food menu item like this. Sometimes people are like, oh, this is interesting. I really want to go get it. This outpouring has been out oversized. Ridiculous. So I'm like, all right, I got to go check it out. I got to find this sandwich. I got to go. I, I just have to try it. So last night I'm hanging out with a few friends. It's Whiskey Wednesday after all. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and get that sandwich before I meet everybody. In fact, there's a Popeye's right across the street from the bar we were meeting at. Hmm, very nice. I get a little bit of a late start, but I still have a half hour to get that sandwich and eat it. And even if it runs up close to that, because I'm in walking distance, I can get the sandwich, eat it walking. Show up, line out the door for the chicken sandwich. Line out the door in the downtown Oakland Popeyes at the city center. Line out the door. So I just go across the street, eat at the subway. Eat fresh. But I'm like, tomorrow. Oh, I'm getting that sandwich. I'm getting that sandwich for lunch. Wake up. I do my stream. I do the noon call for DTNS. That's basically just a a preparatory call where we can time out the show and make sure everybody is on the same page. Which means I have 40 minutes to go downtown, get this sandwich, come back. Cool. Challenge accepted. So I go down to my corner, my block here where I would normally pick up one of the scooters. Lime, bird, lift, whatever. No dice. No scooters to be had. I am left high and dry when it comes to a scooter option to scoot on downtown. An Uber seems a little uh, little too much, and also it's like if I wind up waiting five minutes for an Uber, I, I, gotta go, I just got to go. If I'm going to get there, I got to go. There could not be a minute wasted. So Lyft has also partnered with what I think are called city bikes or go bikes. These are these things in certain cities where there's like a big rack of of bicycles that you can rent and then you just dock it back at another one of these big docks. So I'm like, all right, not ideal, but a bike's better than nothing. Grab the bike, let's go. So I do. Pedal the bike, pedal the bike, pedal the bike, get downtown. I lock it at one of the gates, run. And I, I'm talking about, I, I'm, I'm putting in some like, like a, a brisk jog because I got to get in line. I'm assuming there's a line. I look, oh my God, lo and behold, 
There's a few people waiting in line, not the big honking line that there was before. Hallelujah, I will have this chicken in my beller. And then I find out why there is no line. Because in lieu of a line, there was a sign. And that sign, I will read for you now, verbatim. Sorry, sold out of the chicken sandwich. Sold out. Sandwich is too popular. It's sold the hell out. So I got to go across the street, get a burger. I still need to eat something before I get on DTNS. And time is money, folks. So I go to this burger place and I'm like, hey, what's the fastest thing you can get? They say the burger. I get the burger. I eat the burger. It's at about that point that I go and check the Lyft app. And I notice that the bike is still charging me. And I'm like, wait, what? How how was that? I, I put it in the thing. So I get a bird scooter. I scoot over to where I put the bike. I'm like trying to push the bike further in. Won't go any further in. So I'm like, I, I guess it's just locked. I guess it just glitched out. So I just report a problem and move along my merry way. Go do DTNS. After DTNS, I notice that there's an email from Lyft. They say, hey, look, the bike is still out on your time. You are still using this bike. And I'm like, the hell I am. I haven't used that bike since I put it in the lock. And then I went to the place where it was locked and I tried to get it out and I couldn't get it out. It was literally in the lock thing. They're like, nope. If you don't secure this bike within 24 hours, you will be charged for the entire bike. At this point, friends, I am now cursing my love of chicken. I am so annoyed. I am so pissed off, but I have a choice. Do I either go and double check to make sure that in the heat of the moment of my disappointment and not getting my hands on some Popeye's chicken sandwich, that maybe I didn't lock that bike in. Maybe it was just the way I remember it. And besides, even if it is locked in there, I need to go down and get video of me trying to move it and just pointing out to them, look, it's locked in the thing. I don't know whether your system's working, but it is here. Here's the video of me proving that it's there. So I get on another bird scooter. It's actually the same one that I took up to mine. At least this time I had a scooter. By the way, I've never loved these scooter companies more. Because these, this bike lock thing, oh my God, total garbage. Get on the scooter. Go back downtown. This time I'm not even trying to go to Popeye's. Fuck them. Although now I'm just now realizing that I'll bet you they got more chicken sandwiches in stock and they were just, it was just there. It was, it was next to me. I should have went and gone. Now, God, now I'm so pissed off. Now I bet you it's there. I'll bet you that they're sitting there. Why doesn't Popeye's have a heat map? Tell me where there's chicken sandwiches. I go down back to where the bike is. I identify the bike model number. And I try to push it in again. Nothing. Exactly what I tried to do before. But then I try to pull it. 
and it comes out. So for whatever reason, I, I had not successfully pushed the bike into the lock thing. That apparently is a very tricky thing to do. Pulled it out, pushed it back in, clicks, locks, and my app updates and said, you've returned the bike. What the hell? Turned that bike two hours ago. So now I went back to Lyft and I said, look, I went back to where it was. I tried to push it in. I couldn't push in anymore. That's what I had tried to do before. If it says it wasn't locked in and you have to push it into the harness to lock it in, I tried to push it to lock it in. I I wouldn't have thought to pull it out and then push it back in, but that's apparently what I just did and it worked. So I now throw myself on the mercy of the court. I know this is user error, but that's a very tricky system. Can you refund me something? Because it's like $30 that I got charged to go eat a chicken sandwich that wasn't available. That's what happened. 30 bucks. 30 goddamn dollars. And I still don't have a chicken sandwich. Well, let's wade into the culture war a bit, shall we? Razor brand Gillette says it is shifting its spotlight from social issues to local heroes after an ad delving into toxic masculinity caused the consumer backlash. The new ad, which launched last week, says uh, stars Australian firefighter and personal trainer Ben Zeichenheimer. I've been a firefighter for 19 years, he says in the ad. People sometimes ask if it's scary. It can be. But like anyone who has a job to do, you prepare. Not just in terms of your equipment, but also mentally and physically. And so, it talks about, like, you know, shaving because your beard's going to light on fire. Now, the reason why is because, look, there was this ad by Gillette that was very much, it had one of the Young Turks ladies in it, uh, and it was very much about toxic masculinity. How uh, uh, men are, are uh, you know, societally grown to be uh, patronizing and uh, hunting down, uh, you know, women and, and you know, just lo- looking on and... we training their boys to uh, punch each other and just be gross assholes. And this became a rallying cry again, culture war stuff. Blah. Blah. God. It, it, it's just, look, I don't know how it's going to help you sell razors. It's their right to try and do it. Um, I think there's probably ways that you can highlight elements of more responsible masculinity or at least just not highlight negative stuff. I mean, hey, also, why do, why do I care if my razor is moral? Do we want a moral razor? Do we want moral everything? Do I need to know that the brand I'm buying from is good? Or is it enough that I just don't think about it because it's not bad? 
Like, was anybody rolling up to Gillette and saying, your silence on toxic masculinity is telling? Razor, inanimate object. So I guess they're changing the ad campaign in Australia, because that's where this comes from, news.com.au. Who knows if it's changing in America? Although it would seem to be stuff that they wouldn't want. I guess they got a lot of free publicity. And I guess for Gillette, it's like, you know, by the end of it, you don't really know who's who. I'll bet you now, if you if you went to somebody that was really mad about that ad, and you said, oh, man, isn't it kind of crazy that Dollar Shave Club did that ad attacking all men? People would be like, yeah, it is screwed up. Like, they wouldn't know. Nobody knows. <sighs> Culture war. Jesus. <laughs> is either a widely used audio connection or an extremely unfortunate man. What you are defines who you are. Santana is pretty good. I should learn Spanish. I'm pretty sure that there's nothing after you die. Bye!
that will wrap us up for the week. I want to thank our producers who make this happen. Bill, Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., M., Trey the Melodica Man, Adam, Middle Age, Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. You can email me, jurydaily at gmail.com. If it's a high thought, put high thoughts in the subject line so I know how to sort them. Twitter and Instagram at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord at Discord at bit dot, or sorry, at disc, uh, bit.ly slash jury discord. There we go. Got it out. Thank you to MacBook Pro who brought us our jury story for today. Until I speak with you in Austin, Texas on Monday, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, hey, a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but please, don't. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>